Meanwhile, in Metropolis... Oh my god, Dad! Why does everyone here think you're a Leviathan? Because I... Lois, because I... <gasps> oh no! Because I know Leviathan is... Huh? Right. What, Dad? Oh! Oh, God! Oh, Dad! It, it's all in the snowman's ticket! Look what? for the snowman's ticket! I can't, I can't hear you, Dad! For you! I left it only for you! Dad, I can't hear you! You're the only one that I ever... What? Speak... What? Hello, everyone, and that was a little snippet of Event Leviathan number five, Brett? Number five by Alex Maleev and Brian Michael Bendis. And you are listening to CBQ Legacy. That's Comic Book Queers. I'm Evil Jeff, and as you heard the name mentioned before, this is Brett. Hi. Oh, well, you know what? Ew. It's a DC episode. (laughs) We're going to ew our way through this entire episode because we are giving full focus. That's right. Full focus to DC. Ew. Ew. It's only DC. Ooh, DC. District of Columbia. District of Columbia Comics. Ah, Well, I think we should get right into it with what are you going to pick? Oh, hot topics. Um, There's some interesting DC news coming out, and I think the first one is a casting choice. A casting choice? What is it? They have cast Zoe Kravitz as the new Catwoman in the upcoming Batman film. What a glow up. She goes from Angel Salvador to Catwoman. Yeah, right? How do you feel about this casting choice? Good? Bad? I... I feel like my opinion does not matter because I didn't watch Big Little Lies, but I think it's wonderful. Here's why. She seems to have the same weird, intense, mysterious, subdued, sexy, grimy energy that Robert Pattinson has. Oh, I thought you were going to say it's Lisa Bonet, her mother. No. Oh, oh, Denise Huxtable? Yeah. Her too. Yeah. Uh, no, as as Arpats. Okay. Uh, I think they, they, I like their energy. They got the same kind of vibe going on. That's my issue is I have never seen her play something like that. So I have no idea whether she's capable of it. It's different. Oh, she's very versatile. Of course she is. But I've never seen her play like that. You know, this evil, hey, I'm Catwoman. So I've never seen her. So, but I'd like to think she can do it. But I'm reserving Did you judgment. Did not? Just like Did when January Jones was Emma Frost. It was like, Oof. give her the benefit of the doubt. And then she was an abortion. But did you not get that sexy sinisterness from Angel Salvador in X-Men First Class? No, that was garbage. It was awful. But that um, was... No, know, I have high hopes. That. But does this now mean in 
TV and movie portrayals of Catwoman, not counting cartoons, is there now more African-American women have played Catwoman than white women? I mean, no, because I think there's only been two so far, right? Eartha Kitt, Halle oh, three, Berry. three, Halle Berry. Zoe I forgot about Halle Berry. And then yeah. we have a Anne so, Hathaway, Michelle Pfeiffer, and Julie oh, I guess it's a Julie Newmar. I guess that's a tie. Is there no, missing? Lee Merriweather. Who's Lee Merriweather? Was she the, another TV one? She was the original. Uh, yeah, the original she TV count. one. And sorry, um, Gotham, the the um, the younger actress who played Selena Kyle on Gotham. Oh, that show does. No, who, no, who watched that show? Did you watch it? I've seen episodes. They lost me at Jada Pinkett Smith. No, I'm just sorry. I have well, nothing. they had me at I'm Batman. <laughs> oh, is that how it ended? That he's like, I'm Batman. <laughs> um, I think it did end. I didn't see the end, but I think it did end with all of them grown up as the, the people. Ooh. Yeah. Wasn't yeah, the yeah. gay guy from Shameless the Joker? I, that is where it, it, I mean, it lost me before that. And I don't know if it really ever had me. Uh, it was like, he was like the Joker prototype. And then I think they pulled a fast one and it turned out he wasn't the Joker. There was this other Joker. And like that Joker was like, like grotesque and, and weird. Uh, like the makeup was really bad. That sounds dumb. I'm like, I don't know. I, the kid from Shameless probably should have just stayed Joker. Yeah. Like, what kind of shit were you trying to pull? That's the thing is sometimes they like people want to do a twist and they don't think the day after. Now you ha- are stuck with this twist. You had that fun yeah. gotcha moment and now you have garbage yeah. going forward. It's like you went you went for the bit and now what? You have nowhere to go in the scene. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what she does with it. I'm also excited how they're writing. Who's writing this Batman movie? Do we know? Who's directing it? Me. Me. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know, but you know what? And we'll, I don't know. We'll get into this later. I just, I, I wish one day we could be freed from the prison of making Batman, having to make Batman seem real. But yeah, that's all I'll say yeah. for the time being. And I have other things I want to talk about Batman, but I'm going to save it for a later segment when we talk about another. Yes, we've got thing in we've this got Batman so many genre. Earths, we've got so many Earths to talk about, infinite ones, and they're all having a crisis. Yes, infinite crisis. So everyone is super excited. When do these actually premiere? When does it actually start? Are they just? I think it's in it? December. I think it's December. They are pumping this up where I'm actually probably going to watch Supergirl and Arrow. What? I did you see on I saw on Twitter there was a photo going around. I can't say for sure if it comes to the show. I mean, be skeptical of everything on the Internet. I didn't see a credible source. Cat's going nuts. Um, They had a newspaper with the headline that said Bruce Wayne marries um, socialite Selena Kyle and it's a photo of Michael Keaton. Yes, I did see that. I did see Not socialite, that. You know, Michael Keaton married Michelle Pfeiffer. It's my They're point. just merging. It's every single version is all up for grabs. They say the original Robin is going to be in it from the TV yeah, Bert show. Ward. Yeah. And there is a rumor that the cast of Titans is oh going God. to be in it as well. 
I like what I would I would freak I would freak out because I mean, as any listeners of the show know, Titans is our jam. We fucking love some Titans, and I would kill for it. And can they I- would only add value to yes. that sh- to Crisis, especially because Titans was dragging its feet a little bit, but this last episode, shit got good. Shit got real good. What you did you see it, Brett? I did. It was a departure episode featured Which solely on. Which I usually on... hate. Yeah, but this one was good. It wasn't like a Nikki and a Paolo thing. This was Connor Kent, Superboy, and be- being introduced to the show and introduced to the world. I might add. And before we even get to that, this is the other cool thing that they did: is that right at the end of the last episode, uh, Robin falls out of a window to his apparent death. And then just like in the comics, they had a poll. I mean, it was an online poll. You didn't call in uh, like in the original comics to see whether he should live or die, which I think was hilarious. But clearly they already shot it. Yeah, they already shot it. So they already fucking knew, but it was like an homage to like that. Did you, did you vote? Yes, I voted. Not only did I vote, I voted the same way I voted 30 years ago. That's right. You called that original hotline number. I was denied my vote in 1988. I voted for Jason to live because I am not a monster. You voted for him to live? I voted for him to live. I'm not going to vote to kill somebody. It's a comic book. Well, my name is Evil Jeff, so I would have voted for him to die. So I'm I'm so a force of good that I don't even put it in my name. Are you uh what you know that like chaotic neutral chaotic evil like yeah. awful good what are you in those? I I don't know you tell me. I don't know. Okay, fine. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I trust I say- you but I would say you're chaotic neutral. I'm chaotic, or I was, or I'm lawful evil. <laughs> lawful. <laughs> Isn't that like authoritarianism? Oh, oh no, yeah, then no, I'm not that. Okay, I'm chaotic. I like chaotic neutral. Chaotic neutral. Or chaotic I would good. Say I'll be chaotic. I'm chaotic good. good. Yeah, I think I'm chaotic good. Okay. We could Ooh, all I use like a little that. bit of chaos, but anyway, back to this Titans. It opens up with his butt. Oh, his butt who is this and his actor body. who plays him? I don't know, but I'm in love. Part of the reason that this episode was so good was because the actor who plays Connor Kent is so hot. He's so hot. But here's the thing. If you if you were like, you can have one night with Nightwing or Superboy, who would you choose? Ooh, don't make me. Don't make me choose. Oh, I would still choose Nightwing in a heartbeat. Oh, man. Just because, here's why, I feel the other Superman guy, Superboy, is hot, but I feel that Nightwing could just fuck the hell out of you. He just looks like he'd be better in bed. Sure. Either way, either way, I'm, I'm, I'm so good. But yeah, Brenton Thwaites, yeah. And we got a Crypto. Going on. Oh, the doggy. I love him. 
And I love was, Crypto. I love Connor. Is Superboy in this? He's the cross DNA of Superman and Lex Luthor. Is that how it is in the show too? In the, in the uh, comics? Uh, this is the flaw of the ew episode. We don't know. We don't know. Because I remember seeing Young Justice and I don't think that's what it is in Young Justice. I don't think he's Lex Luthor DNA at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His uh, the actor's name is Joshua Orpin, by the way. Orpin, Orpin, like he's an orphan without the H. Huh? Did and he an make I that up? And I instead of the A. Hmm? Did he make that up? <laughs> um, he's probably Josh he's... Brolin, and they're like, there already is one, and he's like Orpin. Okay, I don't know. Orpin, I don't. Know. Uh, Josh Gorpin. There's already a Josh Gorpin. He's not famous, but he's already registered. Fine, Josh Orpin. <laughs> I've had to actually call a friend a different name because of SAG. A you friend. To call your friend a different name? My friend of 20 years had a name, but he actually always went by his middle name because his first name was weird. And so I, for 20 years, I called him Rob. And then. He started uh, doing commercials and acting and got SAG. And they were like, oh, Rob, this name's already taken. And he's like, well, my real name is Richardson. And they're like, okay, that's your name. But now everyone calls him that, including his husband. And I have to now switch what I have called him for 20 years. And I have to switch and call him a different name. It's weird. So his first name, you have to call him Richardson? Yeah. What the fuck kind of first name is that? I don't know. He he. Does he listen? Yeah. Per, no, he's not going to listen. But I love him. He's one of my best friends. I love him to death. But yeah, but that's the weird thing is, but I still call him Rob. And then I was like talking to his husband. I'm like, where's Rob? And he's like, who? And I'm like, your husband. Ah! <laughs> I had a friend named Lewis in DC who was a performer. And he started singing at like a lot of clubs and whatnot. And really taking off, his name was Lewis Carter, but his performance name was Carter Lewis. And so people like, started all calling these him people Carter. that he knew and met. Yeah, so I had, I had to switch from calling him Lewis to calling him Carter. Well, that kind of happened to me because because of doing comic book queers, people started calling me evil or EJ. And then it moved over because I was living with another guy named Jeff. They all started calling me EJ. So before I moved to L.A., a ton of people called me EJ. And then when I moved to L.A., I, like, started back over as Jeff. It's weird. Anyway. Hey, our identities are fluid. Anyway, uh, Titans, this episode was great. Um, Do we want to go into detail or just talk about the end? How it... The cool no, ending. let's just talk about the end. I love it. Because that's the thing is it left was on this cliffhanger. And then here's this whole other shit. And, and Superboy was left where it's like, they're going to catch you. So you can't be a hero. If you do a hero, they're going to discover you and they're going to capture you. And of Very course, man of steel. there is Jason Todd falling from the building and he saves him. And they oh fell in and love. They had a great. They had a great <laughs> and they fell in love and made love on top of a smashed car. <laughs> they had a great exchange. And Jason Todd's like, who the fuck are you? And Connor goes, I'm not super sure yet. <laughs> super <laughs> sure. Uh, it was super cute. But then Connor got shot with a kryptonite bullet. So. And they kidnapped Crypto. But now he's <laughs> off with the, he's off with the Titans. Yay. Love it. Love it. Show just got better. Love it. It's crazy. And so it's that was weird. some hot topics. Yeah. 
that's some hot topics. Ah, oh, this D- DC is getting yeah. me on fire. It's so much yeah. is that I, it's like I can hardly breathe. Uh, well, it sounds like, and we're going to have to do this because it's us and fuck the DC episode for a second. <gasps> shoot, 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 shoot. Oh, yeah. Oh, it looks like even though it's a DC episode, we're still waiting to exhale. Because That's you know, right. we can't go a whole episode without talking about the X-Men. Hello. No, baby. Hello. Sorry, we fooled you, because we're going to fucking talk about it. So it all came to an end, the Hoxpox era. It's so funny to talk about this like it's the end. It is so not. This was a freaking setup it's the to beginning. so much more. It's just so beginning. much story. I know, it does. It also leaves me with so many more questions. Because the whole time you're but like, what? where's Moira? Where's Moira? The very end of House X, you're like, well, there's Moira. But what was going on with Moira? And here's Moira. But I'm left with so many more questions. Like what? What? Like what? Like the Life 6? It was the it was the, the librarian future. Yes, but those librarians are a whole separate being. Yeah, they're transhumans. What? But how? How? What? What are they? They're the combination of man and machine that those church people were doing, like when they spit the thing in the baby's face. Is that? Oh, is that what? So they're just like merged human yeah. machinery. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. They're the new enemy. All right. Well, then how did Moira... Why is she still alive after a thousand years? Uh, I think it's like one of those things like, here you go, readers. When the guy said to Wolverine and Moira, good thing you two have the same blood type. Hey, that was enough for me. What did that mean to you? That there was some sort of procedure where they exchanged blood and they kept them alive forever. Uh, okay. Okay. All right. I accept that. I was just yeah. That's fine. I was just very confused. But that's the thing is, it looks like. But here's the thing is is she's then also so at the same time she's also planning for this. She's planning to prevent this as well. Yeah, she might be planning to prevent the transhumans from happening at all. Yeah. So that's the thing is that's a whole separate thing. I and. Yeah, so I'm just, I'm so curious as to what this plan is. Um, yeah. It's fascinating. D- and um, and this, at the very beginning, they showed the very beginning conversation between Moira and Professor X. And, and they take it a few steps further. And yeah, where they actually see what happens after he reads her mind. And he goes like, Oh my God. Psychic attack. Headache. Screaming. <laughs> And she's like, "Bitch, we got, we got, we got shit to do." Yeah, yeah. Um, it is the first, like, the theme of this whole thing breaking. Charles Xavier keeps coming up, and I feel like that was the first moment where you're like, "Oh, geez, <laughs> this is going to be a lot of stress on this guy." Yeah, yeah. Um, and that, and so then that was her her final life is everything that was taking place a thousand years in the future. And once she figured out how it all happened and who they were, Mm 
she was able to die. To reset. Yeah. So, I mean, they pulled a fast one on us in the, in the episode, um, issue one, we thought the two figures in that little, like made up Eden were like two preserved humans. Yeah. But it was Logan and Moira. It was two preserved mutants because we, I don't like, for some reason we thought the blue people were mutants because they were acting all good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's all very, it's all very vague. And it turns out. But then no, like yeah. it made sense when we saw that church in X2 with the thing shooting in the baby's face. Like they, they in retrospect, like, yes, they looked exactly like the blue people. But that's the interesting thing is that in X2, um, that wasn't even this life either. So that, so that is still destined to happen in a way. Well, yeah, it, it's what makes the silo bell thing so weird. That, that shot from the first one where she was put in the tube in Nimrod's future and then was still in the tube in the librarian's future. That happened in two separate timelines. Yeah, so that's the other thing is, so in this timeline, that means they still made those hounds, which would make sense. Yes. Because that has yeah. nothing to do with Sinister. Sinister didn't make Silobel. No, it's Nimrod. Yeah. So I guess that so, means maybe it is Nimrod is still the thing that causes all of this. Yeah. Um, you know, I know they feel they took care of Nimrod and now like. But she knows know the, she knows that they're still they're still going to try. Which yeah. Is but what like Donna now, is. now we know that Nimrod and Sentinels like aren't the thing. Like we thought the whole time Nimrod was the thing. And then at the end it was revealed. No, no, no. Us transhuman blue people, we're the thing. Like, we're your enemy. Humans taking on machinery in order to kind of match or best you. Like, that's the thing. So the Nimrod stuff, I'm like, oh, good. Then, phew, in the sun for you. <laughs> you didn't matter at all. But isn't You were it a diversion. Isn't it amazing, though, that, that both of those times where she had to wait a super long, her life was extended for a long time? Logan yeah. was the one that had to kill her. What a great... So we go back to Powers of Ten, I want to say three or four, where she gets the information about when Nimrod was created and then kills her... Like, Logan kills her in Life Nine. And, like, that weird line, this is what you do with that smile on her face, it's because that's what he said to her when he killed her in Life Six. Yeah. That's so good. Ah, Chills. Um, Logan, I didn't expect to love as much in House of X, Powers of Ten. He arguably is my favorite character from Powers of Ten. Really? Yeah. I loved every moment of him in, in both futures. I'm still Destiny is my favorite character so far. Yeah, true. Which true, will true. come up later. Here's the interesting thing is um, then it's Moira's journal basically about how she wants to break him down. To get him to do what she yeah. wants. Do you think he is aware of all of this? Or is this all all these journals behind his back? No, I think she has to dismantle his ego. Because that's always the thing. That doesn't help. And it's a process. What's do you, what is the... Re, there's one that's redacted. And it's early. It's an early one. It's before she even meets up with Magneto. Yeah, I, I mean, is one of the redacted 
about Krakoa, about like giant size X-Men, I wonder. Yeah, I'm interested. Or is it? Yeah. I mean, I yeah, there's some I'm just like, what could it be? Because that's the thing is Moira, the shit that the shit that she's done, like we now know the only reason she got with that other person and had a baby with Joe was to make sure that it would be Proteus. And kind of sort of the same thing with Xavier and Gabrielle with Legion. Yeah. Yeah. They all purposely did that. Is Legion... Have we seen where Legion is? No. But he's there, though, right? He's gotta be. Is he Is he an Omega-level mutant? No, he wasn't listed. That's weird that he wasn't, right? Yeah, that is weird. Huh. Maybe Hickman just hates Legion as a character. Or maybe... Maybe they killed him and decided not. There was they, maybe they felt he was too problematic. Maybe because there's ooh, a story I there. Have a th- I have a theory. I have a theory. Maybe because he can have any power, he can develop a new personality with a new power. He could develop a power that is not allowed. Because we discover then in the present scene with Moira, Xavier, and Magneto that there is one power. That is not allowed. It cannot be on this island. Because she burned me. (laughs) (laughs) There's no destiny. And that's the thing is they're like, we brought her on because Mystique wants destiny brought back. And they're like, you can't. You can't do it because she'll ruin everything. And that's she'll know. She'll just know. She'll detect me. But that's the thing is like. But Destiny, here's the, what it comes down to. Destiny would be on her side. The real reason she's yeah, doing I this is like because the bitch Destiny, burned her. It's all Destiny about, she's like, like, that bitch oh burned God, me and fuck her. You did it. She'd be like, I'm so happy you did it. Exactly. But she's like, you burned me and I fucking hate you, you fucking cunt. Yeah, she's got PTSD. <laughs> she's got PTSD from getting burnt like that because that was horrible. Um, but other things in Moira's journal, I like the little... Um, uh, kind of like inference uh, implication that she created onslaught. Where was that? Where she says something along the lines of like, "Yo, I'm really breaking him. I just hope I don't unleash something into the world." And it's like oh, onslaught. Well, I wonder what about um, Cassandra Nova. I'm curious as yeah. to where she where she might have shown up in previous lives and where she, if she played any parts too there's so many things that now it's like she knew everything like all of these big events that happened what was Mar- like at what point was yeah I, 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 there's so many like during uh morrison's run did xavier well, know moira was still alive i mean yeah i mean that's you know he knew she, yeah because moira killed herself before i mean not killed herself but moira died before that, but he knew that she wasn't really dead. He knew everything oh, that was yeah. happening. So oh, that's what I'm just curious as to, like, when then Cassandra Nova happened, does he have to then contact Moira being like, what the fuck is this? Was she like, in the fuck. previous life? Right. And remember, Nova must have been. Here's another thing I'm curious about. Remember in Bendis's run, that crazy, powerful Omega-level mutant 
Yeah, and the one that had like, to go he, back he erased, in time and erase yeah, his he, memory. Yeah. I'm curious yeah. about that too, whether he then would show up in all these other lives. These are all things. Now, clearly, if they never address it, I'm I'm not going to be I'm not going to get up in a panel and be like, um, you forgot about this. But all of this, everything's up for grabs. You know what I mean? And I think this also just unleashes for other writers so much fun stuff for them to do, you know? And that's kind of the point. Like, I feel that all of this opened up so much potential for story. I mean, just like the economics of it. You've got a book about that. And in a little bit, I'm going to talk a little like, or, or like the, the ramifications of resurrection, like making sure that a mutant is really dead. That's what X-Force is doing. Um, there are further ramifications that are coming down the road that we didn't know about before, but we know about now because Jonathan Hickman just did a big interview with adventuresinportaste.com and he, he said some stuff. What did he say? You're going to really like this. I know you haven't read it. Let me hit you with some of the with some of the bullets. Okay. Um, so he he picked and like everyone did a hashtag ask Hickman on Twitter, and he picked which questions he would answer. So he picked questions that allowed him to make points that he really wants to make. Um, so the biggest question he got, what do you think it was? And it wasn't about like what's gonna happen. They were like, it has to be questions about House of X and Powers of Ten. Oh, I, the biggest question? I, yeah, like what? What would what would the nerds want to know? I don't. I have no how, idea. There's how a, how does Wolverine have his adamantium? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I asked that. <laughs> yeah. So did everyone else. Um, and his answer was basically, um, I don't know. Maybe Proteus did something, or maybe he went through the whole process again. It sucks, but he's done it before. Like the point is he's probably going to have the adamantium and it, it'll it'll happen one way or another maybe it already did but the more interesting question is when these people are brought back why does cyclops still need his visor why doesn't chamber have a jaw does the imprinting of the backup of their mind mean that they have to be broken in that familiar way to be who they are i mean yes like that that's the more meaty stuff that's so he asked so, so he that. asked that he brought that up yeah he's asking these rhetorical questions as a way to kind of tease like this is the stuff we're going to be exploring and it's a lot more interesting oh. than how wolverine got his adamantium back um what if they want to be backed up from an earlier version one that hasn't suffered a particular trauma or had their heart broken so like we're going into eternal sunshine stuff with <laughs> with wow. this stuff um People asked, will we, will we see Namor again? And his response was, I will not tell you whether or not Namor, in parentheses, human name, colon, the Fishman of Chekhov, close parentheses, <laughs> will return. So, yes. so he's, calling, he's calling Namor Chekhov's gun, and I'm calling Namor the Red King. That's my guess. Okay, Interesting. But that's the thing is there has to be there's a whole other thing going on with Neymar in the other comics. So he might not even have access to him until they're done with that. Yeah, maybe. But he's they got years, years of planning, which is why this is so good. 
What, um, what he was talking about Gene's costume. Like people are like, why is Gene back in that costume? And he was like, you know what? This one I gotta say, I was pretty disappointed. I was pretty sure that everyone would figure this out as soon as House of X One hit the stands. And while I'm not going to spoil the story for you, I will say go back and look at the most famous time she put this costume back on. So I'm like, wait, what? Oh, right before she did There's the like battle. story here? She did the battle for Dark yeah. Phoenix. Exactly. So what is he trying to say, though? Somebody brought up, like, a line of dialogue when she's putting that costume back on that she says to Scott in the original story, where she says, um, I, I started as Marvel Girl, and I'm going to end this as Marvel Girl. And I, I wonder if Hickman was just kind of yeah. referencing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. So, I love that. That's so Yeah, that's so great. Oh. Um, oh, somebody asked about the gays, the gay mutants. So if they're not the ones making babies, are they the ones breaking cardinal rules? And he said some like some really interesting things. He said, basically, um, look, I know the words were make more mutants. I, I like don't take it literally. I only just liked the poeticness against no more mutants like so. So I'm not saying it's heterosexual sex or nothing. In fact, I've given you three, maybe even four, if you were paying attention, other ways that mutants can reproduce. And he's like, I don't mean to like go to the adoption thing. I'm not talking about adoption. What I am talking about is that what we're talking about in Krakoa is communal parent-child relationships, like communal families. Um so it's a whole different way of like raising the young, yeah. you know, which that like that came up in Flintstones where like the gay cavemen, they were like, if you're not making babies, what good are you? And they're like, we're we, we like we're a vital part because we help. <laughs> like we're part of the community yeah. and we do help a lot, you know. So I thought that was lovely. Um, he says we're going to be getting a Moira book. <gasps> Yes. Yes. I'm He also says jazzed for we're that. getting we're getting a book built around all the problems with the resurrections, like all the complexities that come with that. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if we're getting a book about the five. <gasps> yeah. What would that be called? I don't know the five. <laughs> the O five. Uh, so those are the big headlines from the Hickman article, stuff to expect in Dawn of X, but just a testament to just how ripe the X-Men are now for so many different kinds wait, of stories. So you said X-Force is about them making sure mutants are dead before they resurrect them? Something, it's like they're, they're yes, yes. I did read that one of their things is like, if, if they hear a mutant has gone missing... They investigate it, you know, to see if it ended in death. And so is Multiple Man back? We don't know. I just thought of that because that was always one where it's like, oh, there was another one hidden around somewhere. Because that's definitely going to happen. There's totally going to be a duplicate, which I hate, but that has to end up happening. Yeah, yeah. And someone who has the, it's not only that, but it's someone who has the exact same memories. 
But let's say someone was missing for six months and they're like, we haven't found them, but there's no way they could have survived that. All right, make them alive. And then that other mutant comes back with a traumatic six months. So then there's the one mutant who's like, everything was fine the last I remember. And then this one. Yeah, Hickman actually brings that exact scenario up in the interview. Oh, I can't wait. That kind of happened yeah. at Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., right? Um, Where they had to yeah, reawaken exactly. the one Where guy. Where it fits. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't remember like, that he's married. And... Yes, the past fits is now the present fits. And fits did you, the future fits died. Did you read the uh, preview of Dawn of X? What do you mean? The, the first few pages of, of Dawn of X. Oh, of X-Men? Of X-Men? Oh, is that of X-Men, not Dawn of X? Oh, okay, yeah. No, Dawn of X is not a book. It's just the whole thing. The, the whole thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that... I did. Um, can I get a duo adventure with Storm and Cyclops for the first time since the thing's been around for 60 years? Like, what? It's great. It's amazing. Because it's always like Storm and Cyclops are the leaders. So Storm, you get your book with your team. Cyclops, you have your book with your team. And then it's like, no, yay, let's have them fucking fight together. Yay. Yes. Oh, my God. It's like my Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 (laughs) on the page. (laughs) Wonderful. Uh, It's great. Great things are coming. So does that mean this? So this week is that X-Men 1 is the one that's coming yes. out? Wow. Yes. Oh, I saw that where it looks like it's just one every week and there's only one week where it's two, I think. Or two weeks that it's okay. two. I mean, here's what's happening. I am now going to buy hard copies of comic books again at the store. I signed up for a pull list for the first time in 15, 20 years. You go, girl. Thank you, Donna Vex. I will say, but I will say this. I am waiting for the... Uh, Powers of Ten, House of X trades. I'm I'm buying the shit out of that. Oh my god, I'm buying four. <laughs> one for the living hey. room, one for the bathroom, one for my cat, one, one for the shower, <laughs> and one for good luck. Well, that wraps up our waiting to exhale X Men segment. Let's get. But back I have a question. To- okay, yeah. I have a question for you, Evil Jeff. Okay. Uh, 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 what have you read, read for, for me lately? Oh. All right, back to our DC-only episode. You know what I read for you lately? I've read Event Leviathan number five. We read a scene we from reading, it at the top. The garbage we were reading in, uh, at the Yeah, beginning. it just... It continues. So here's the thing, Brian Michael Bendis. You're lucky I love a good mystery. You're lucky I always want to know what happens during the Scooby-Doo rip the mask off moment. I always want to know who it is. No matter how much I don't care, I always want to know who it is. That is why I'm reading. Uh, how's it? How'd you like it? It is the same go nowhere, snappy dialogue where all the characters sound the same the mystery just it just it starts to get a little bit complex like not it's still easy to follow but it's like a little complex it's just like one red herring after another you know it's like just kidding just kidding just kidding like when somebody says just kidding just kidding just kidding to you over and over and over after a while you're like shut the fuck up 
And that's how I feel about a fan have you Leviathan. Seen that, have you seen that SNL skit of Judy Graham? Yeah, she's funny. Kristen. Judy, yeah. Just kidding, just kidding, <laughs> she's, just kidding. She's one of my favorite SNL characters. Um, and communism is just a red herring. Yeah. Just kidding. Uh, so that's how I feel about Event Leviathan. And then the thing that happens, so here's where we are. You know, they, they created a lot of mystery around Manhunter, who I know is like, uh, she's a, uh, she's had her own solo book. Uh, that's where she's got a bow staff and like, she's got red armor, red suit. That's pretty much all I know. So she's one of our team A of detectives. A team B was revealed. Lois hired other detectives to do other investigations, we find out. So they were like, Manhunter, is it you? Oh my God, were you framed? And then at the end of the issue, Damian Wayne is like, wait a minute. Who else has your Manhunter tech? She's like, what do you mean? And Damian's like, you weren't the only Manhunter. And like, that's how it ends. I'm like, what? Like, when did Manhunter tech come up? I just... Wait, do you know who the other person is? I looked it up on Wikipedia. There's like five others. Anyone interesting that I would recognize? No. <laughs> what if it's Jimmy Olsen as Leviathan? <laughs> Actually, they brought him up as a candidate. Okay. Because he was, he was the sole survivor of one of the attacks. I was like, this I'm here for. And so does the dad die? They got, like, I guess he died. And what happened? Did they get transported to a different dimension? I don't know. Like I portal? Don't they went through a portal? I don't know. My head. So I give Le- Event Leviathan, ew, 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 ew. Four ews. All right. I read the Wonder Twins comic. And this one was the, they started like a new arc in a way. And I didn't, I didn't care for it. Oh, no, don't say that. It was all about... It's our book. It was it's all about it's them planning um, a high school reunion where the principal and the librarian used to go out. And even though they work together, they haven't spoken in 20 years. And, and the principal is trying to force Jaina, who's on the reunion committee, to cancel the reunion. And at the same time, Polly, Polly Math, is is breaking out of prison. So that was kind of interesting. Yeah, like her. But this whole other thing, I'm like, I don't care about any of this. And the other thing that's annoying me is the scrambler. His last thing he said when he was like threatening to just scramble everyone was let me have one email. And so that email was all he needed to have everyone switch minds. So it's like, why is that not happening? Because I said they probably said to him. No, you can't send an email. You get a phone call. <laughs> well, do something. Go back to that. They need to go back to that. So I don't know. I don't have much to say about it. It's like they're starting this whole other thing, and it's and then it was like the and and for the reunion they were doing like like there was like a Vegas casino theme, and then uh, Zan was like a mafia boss running the casino. And I it was like cute and was trying to be funny, but there wasn't this like over, it was like all in service to a plot I didn't care about. So well, they can all be gold. giving it an ew, 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 ew. Get it together, Wonder Twins. <laughs> oh my God. Wonder Twins, get it together. Jesus. 
Form of coherent storytelling. <laughs> Shape of the flavor of the first few issues. All right. So that's what Let's I go. read. Um, but I also saw. All right. We also saw. <gasps> two, three, four. Let's get critical, critical, critical. I wanna get critical. So we finally saw Joker. 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 What a Joker. And the Joker. So you want to go on three, one, two, three? Loved it or hated it? Yeah. All right, ready? Okay. One, one two, two, three. three. Still hated. undecided. <laughs> you hated. You said you hated it. I mean, I hated it. Like I um, was not impressed. I'll say that. In no way is this a complex film. This is a very good. Not a very good. Excuse me. This is an okay comic book movie. Well, here's the this thing. This is I, I, a movie that's been made many times before. I'm going to say this. It's a good movie. Movie. But it's a bad comic book movie. Oh, weird. I liked it as a movie. Talking about someone with, with, uh, with a mental disorder leading them to become violent. I found that interesting. It being the Joker story was stupid. Yeah, yeah. And, like, this to me just, it just, like, I just couldn't get the concept out of my head. Like, let's reboot a Batman franchise. We'll start with Joker. It will be, but it'll be cool. It'll be Taxi Driver. It'll be Falling Down. It'll be the King of it's Comedy. It's basically it'll Taxi Driver. It is Taxi Driver. Yeah. So it's like, it's great. But so Taxi it's Driver is better. <laughs> Yeah, Taxi Driver is much better. It's done with more nuance. This is this to me was so simple and predictable. So let's get into major spoilers. Okay, there well, are let's several talk, Brett, reveals. Brett, Brett, you you need to reveal something. Oh, okay. You're not I revealing something third. that you mentioned to me before we started recording. I missed the final third. I walked out because I missed my husband and I wanted to hang out with him. <laughs> because I knew how it was going to end. It was so predictable. I was like, okay, well, violence is going to get worse. And then this specific thing that did happen at the end. And they're going to add that visual cliche that we see every time. And I didn't need to stay. Because I knew. What visual and I was cliche? Right. Martha's pearls. Oh. Come on. That is the most, cl- like, just anytime I see Martha Wayne's pearls. I'm like, okay, lazy. But no, lazy. oh, come on. Other times, you, it's an homage. Oh, please. That it doesn't such bother me because it's like you have to do it. You have to do it. All right. Well, we already spoiled the end, and I tried to give a spoiler warning. <laughs> oh, they know we spoil everything. There is fuck In this, it's fucking uh, Bruce Wayne. Batman is in this movie. And he is visited by the Joker himself. And it turns out that the Joker's mom thinks that, uh, what is it, Thomas Wayne? Joker's mom used to work for Thomas Wayne. And she thinks that he's the father, but it turns out she's just batshit crazy, too, and was in Arkham. 
as soon as she's like, I wrote another letter to Thomas Wayne in the beginning. I was like, Thomas Wayne's his father. (laughs) But I will say this. I did not see it coming out then that she was just crazy and she was making it up. Yeah, which... And I will say this. In the beginning, the whole thing with... uh, What's the actress who was Domino who's in the movie? Zazie Beetz. The whole... Don't. I will say I was like... Don't. This... Don't tell me you didn't see that coming. This... No, I did. It took me a second. Because I was like, this makes no sense. She would never... And it wasn't until she was like there in the hospital bed and then she like kissed him goodbye i was like this better be fake i was like this has to be fake and in his head because otherwise there's no way this woman would ever speak to him i mean i thought that from point one but at that point i was like this it none of it makes any sense so i appreciated that he was just making up that he was dating her all of these twists like thought they were so cool and clever and they were so and then you missed this but the why is the the little person community not up in arms oh does he kill the the little man oh kill the man oh let me tell you what happens the little man so they're already saying the m word i'm not going to say that word because they say that is offensive of what you use to describe a little person they just are saying it and then laughing and making jokes at him and he's just this nice guy. And it's kind of like, why? What is the point of you using this slur against him and making fun of him? Like, why? It, and then doesn't Joker spare him, though? So, yeah. So so he they come to visit him, him and the guy that gave him the gun. And then he just brutally stabs in the face the guy who gave him the gun to death while the little person guy is like, no, no. And he's like screaming. And then you're just waiting for him to kill him. But here's the deal. When he let them in, he puts the chain on the door. So when he just tells the the little person, you can leave, he goes to leave. And then there's a little funny joke. Where he can't reach the chain. Oh, come on. And he's trapped and he has to get him to come out. So then you don't know whether he's going to kill him because he can't reach the chain to get out of the door. But then he does end up letting him go. You know, like. It just like, I'm like, why am I watching this? Like it. Well, here- oh, the poor guy was constantly made fun of and he was mentally ill and he couldn't get his meds. And like, do, do I need a rationalization for a homicidal maniac? Well, here's the thing that I would like, because this is the thing they do. It's going back to the idea of like chaotic evil. Joker is chaotic evil. Heath Ledger. And I think they were trying so hard to not be Heath Ledger. But guess what Heath Ledger was? He was the Joker. The point of the Joker. and the thing that do this? The thing that makes the Joker so scary is that he enjoys the chaos and he enjoys it. And I would have liked this more if it was someone who was taking medication to flatten out his evil impulses. Exactly. I, I wanted the same thing. And he thing. needed to become 
evil, not distraught, not pissed off, not over the edge, because the real Joker would have killed that little person. And so when it gets to the point where he does show up to uh, the talk show with Robert De Niro, he blows Robert De Niro, he like shoots him in the head. The real Joker would have locked the doors, set the whole thing on fire, and murdered everyone inside. Like that's yeah. the Joker, and the reason they would have made a bad joke is because oh, well, that would have made him too unlikable. He's supposed to be unlikable. They kept trying to make you care about him, and I don't it's, want it's to these, care about him. It's these idiots who revere the Joker and like watch. Oh, sorry, I'm not going into that. Yeah, it just—it was such a missed opportunity. This this character is not interesting. There's nothing interesting about this guy. It is just a exercise in how much abuse can one person take before they snap. And that is not a story that is interesting. That is not a story that needs to be told at all. But at uh, all. But still, I would say this: I was entertained. I felt Joaquin's performance was very good. I felt he it was, was a well-told movie. But you know who else old, would have been good in that role? Any other actor. Yeah, it's not a hard role to play. It's not. I mean, he just, he just can we stop pretending that the Joker is this genius character, this complexity? Like, okay, Heath Ledger took it a little far. It paid off. But can like can we stop? Like, the, any idiot can do a Joker laugh. Like, it, his laugh was this annoying. whole thing. Of, like, I will the, say that was kind of annoying. It was more annoying than creepy. Yeah, like this whole thing of like the Joker laugh being the pinnacle of male acting. Give me a fucking break. Anybody can do it. Yeah, well, I'm not I'm doing not, it now this, my I, will, no, I will disagree with you where I do feel Jack Nicholson and Heath oh, Ledger. Oh, God, garbage. Garbage? You felt Jack Nicholson Jack was garbage? Jack Nicholson was not that good. What? What? Barrett, how dare you? Watch it again. You were just too upset by how bad Kim Basinger no. was. I thought that for years. Uh, well, I I sternly disagree, but I felt both of them were better than Joaquin Phoenix. But Joaquin Phoenix was better than Jared Leto. Oh, Jared Leto is at the bottom of the fucking barrel. You know who? You know who's uh, Heath Ledger is my favorite. You know who I think is better than Jack Nicholson is uh, Mark Hamill. Oh yeah, and you know who was a really good Fuck. Joker was what's his name from Veep. Uh, who was in that that anime Batman we saw? Who? What's the guy's name from the 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 assistant in Veep? Oh yeah, Gary. Yeah. Nathan Hale. Nathan. Yeah, he was the Joker in that anime Batman. Batman Ninja. Oh, he's he's great. Yeah. Yeah, with the flaming monkeys. Yeah. So overall, we had problems with it. Brett hated it so much that, I mean, or it could be like he was watching this so much that he's like, oh, I have to go home and have sex with my husband after watching you know the Joker what? Like, pervert. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Like, it's just. That's what I'm saying. It's an okay movie. But but for what it's setting up to be like, this is the origin of him. It's what I said before. You did this twist and now you're stuck with it because now you're stuck with a mentally ill, sad villain. That's awful. It's awful. Is he going like, to be well, the Joker? A- in the, is he the villain in the Batman movie? Probably. Has that been confirmed? Because that I'm just like, how, you're stuck with that. I don't know, man. 
I don't know, man. How about we stop trying to do the perfect Joker because it's already been done. And it's, everything's going to pale in comparison. Are you talking about Heath Ledger? Yeah. Okay. Nothing. No, Joker's not going to work anymore. Heath Ledger broke the Joker. And isn't there something going you can't on? Can't do it. Isn't there something going on right now where there's a new origin of the Joker in DC Comics, and they had a vote to see whether it should be brought into the main continuity? Have you read about that? The last I heard was the whole thing about there being three Jokers. I forget what story that was, but the, it was a few years ago, and the big reveal was um, it was somebody who could like tell you there was a, there's a, an entity that could tell you like anything you wanted to know. So Batman like whispered in his ear, like, "Tell me the Joker's real name," and 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 then the character was like, "Which one? There are three. And, like that was the big like. <gasps> wow. So I don't know what ever happened with that. And I will say this movie, also, it just made me realize I had an overall arching realization of the of the biggest flaw of Batman. That no one, and I know it's this. It's even worse with Superman because it's like, how do you not know that Clark Kent is not Superman? But I just hate where it's like, Batman, it's this lone figure who has so much money to build all these amazing things. And then there's an, a rich billionaire industrial single yeah. man and no yeah, one for a second. jacked. <laughs> and no one for a second thinks that it's him. That always uh, bugs me. Yeah. Uh, Marvel's but- well, this is a lot of talk about villains. And I... I tasked Brett before we started this that we're going to play a little game. We hated this reboot of the Joker, but could we do any better? If we were given a villain and had to redo that villain into our own movie, could we do it? Brett, we saw that SNL just tried to do it with Oscar the Grouch. Making it a, a yeah. really trash <laughs> man gone crazy movie. It was great. The um, Alex Moffat, Mikey Day, Burton Ernie moment. Oh, was the gay? Oh my god, that was hilarious. <laughs> uh, what if you could remake a movie using a, a villain, a famous villain? Who would you choose? Okay, so I thought through a few. Um, I don't want to name what they are because they might be one that you did. But ultimately, I think I would want to tell the tale of Disney's Ursula, but it would essentially just be the movie Precious. <laughs> Wait, is she is Ursula like Monique or is she Precious? No, I think she would be Precious. <laughs> oh my God. That's awful. I know, right? Well, the whole thing is like they're abused. <laughs> the world hates them. Oh my so, god, that's awful! And, then she, and I'm slapping Ursula in there. No, but it would turn out that she, that her that her and Triton are brother and sister, and the mother like sent her, and then the, the father was raped. The, the their grandfather, the other king, was like raping Ursula. It would be fucked up. That's dark. And dark, dark and gritty, just like we like them. Well, I got one for you. Oh, yeah, what? 
Are you ready to see Gargamel? <laughs> that was the one the I was going to do. Really? You were going to do that? Ah. Yes. <laughs> oh A tale God. of someone with developing <laughs> schizophrenia. <laughs> Talk to me. Walk me through it. Um, I would make it in modern times. And he's a magician at the Magic Castle in L.A. And no one hates him. And the only friend he has is his cat, Azriel. But then he starts uh, trying to discover the perfect trick, the perfect magic trick. And during that time, he discovers a little blue creature who's like telling him how to do the perfect trick. And it all leads up to him trying to capture these perfect creatures, because whenever he wants to reveal them as part of his act, they don't show up and no one can see them. And so then he decides he has to murder these these blue little creatures. And it will eventually lead to him just like murdering little children because he thinks they're the little blue creatures. But in the end, it's all just in his head because he has schizophrenia and he's crazy. It's all a delusion. In the end, you have a smurf skittering away in an alley and then it fades to its true form. It's just a rat. <laughs> Yeah. I was getting, so when I was like I thought of some and then I stopped myself earlier I was going to say like Gargamel or Skeletor Oh Skeletor would just be like no it would be okay this is my Skeletor gay man Oh absolutely Gay man works for He-Man but then in a horrible um um facial peel incident that he was doing for Tila <laughs> His whole face is melted off. And now this is just him getting revenge on pretty people. <laughs> you pretty people? Oh. That was, that was my attempt at Skeletor. <laughs> I'll get you. Well, Brett, I think we learned a lot today. We learned that X-Men is just beginning and just getting better. We learned that DC is still a big old ew. <laughs> we learned that DC is still a festering pile of nothing. <laughs> but what do you guys think? I want I want I want to hear from you. Do you listen to us? Send us send us an email. Send us some D- slide into our DMs. <laughs> Send us an send email. Send us an email. Type us a letter. Send us a telegram. Send us a letter. And most importantly, um, tell your friends that if they subscribe to the show, um, then the show will grow. And who knows where we will go. And remember, if you read comics, well, my friends, that makes you queer. DC sucks. Ew. <laughs> <laughs>